Hello and welcome to Body of Love, a podcast all about body positivity and wellness. I'm your host, Christopher Roberts. I'm a certified yoga and Pilates teacher and wellness coach. Today's topic is all about how to stop letting other people's opinions affect you. The way that we listen to other people's opinions prevent us from setting and achieving the goals and things we really want to do in our life. I hope this topic will help you in this area. But today I want to talk about something that's really been on my mind, and it's something that I've struggled with uh, my whole entire life, and I still am. I'm a little bit better about it, but you know, nobody's perfect. I'm certainly not perfect. It's, you know, as long as we're constantly working every day to be a better person in these areas of our lives, that maybe we have some struggles that we're working on those every day, uh, I think that that's all we can ask of ourselves. So the thing that I really want to talk about today is how other people's opinions affect us. How other people's opinions keep us from being our most authentic self and how other people's opinions keep us from doing the things that we really want to do. And the thing that's really funny about that is that you can have a hundred people comment on a video or a post or something that you do and just absolutely love it. They can just love everything about it. They can love your content. They can love the way you present it. They can love how you are as a person. And then you'll take one negative comment and all of those hundred comments that were positive don't mean a thing and our brains immediately attach onto and start obsessing about the one negative comment. And it's something that I've worked on my whole entire life. And I still am. I, it's still, every time I get a negative comment, I still kind of obsess about that. The thing with it now is that I'm a little bit more aware of the fact that I'm obsessing with it. And I'm a little bit more aware that really this person's opinion doesn't really affect my life. And that turnaround time where I'm able to flip that switch is quicker than it used to be. One of the things that I've really learned is that what other people think of me has absolutely nothing to do with me. One of my favorite RuPaul quotes is, if they don't pay your bills, you pay those bitches no mind. And it, that is a good way for me to kind of really remember that like, you know, people are always going to talk negative about you. People are always going to say negative things about you. But in the grand scheme of things, like how does that really affect your life? I mean, sure, it brings us down. It kind of takes a hit at our self-confidence. But in the grand scheme of things, does that really affect your life? I mean, maybe if it was a negative comment on your business and that was your source of income, but I mean... How often does that really happen? Like if someone tells you they don't like the way that you dress, I mean, does that really affect your livelihood? Does that really affect how you pay your bills and live your life? No. It may hit you emotionally and it may kind of, again, put a ding in your self-confidence, but doesn't really affect your life. Another thing that I've really learned about people who say negative things is that it's really not about me, it's about them. When people say something really negative, it really shows more who they are than it says anything about who I am. And it's hard to say, yeah, you can ignore the comments because it is really hard to do that. But like I said, it's about kind of shortening that time where you're able to flip the switch and realize, hey, this doesn't really affect my life. 
Now, the only time that I think you should really pay attention to negative comments, if it comes from a person that you truly value their opinion. If it's someone that you value that's very important in your life, and they're giving you this negative comment as a criticism, you may want to pause and kind of reflect on that. But if it's someone that you don't know, you don't care about, then who cares what they have to say? It's more about them than it is about yourself. And I often think about that quote from Mean Girls where Janice Ian says something along the lines of, um, it's because they're bored with their own pathetic lame lives or something like that. A lot of times when people leave hateful or negative comments, it really comes down to them having unhappiness in their life. So it's like they almost make themselves feel better by tearing other people down. And when you kind of think about it at that terms, it's like, do is that a person's opinion that you're really going to value and pay attention to? I hope not. One of the ways that people's comments really affect us is that it keeps us from being our most authentic self. It keeps you from being true to yourself and it is keeping you from doing what you really want to do because you play small. And what I mean by that is that you don't do the things that you really want to do because you're constantly worried about what other people are going to think. So you're not being true to yourself. Wanting to share my passions, my interests, my experiences with other people through videos on YouTube was something that I really wanted to do. So if I sat and thought, okay, but I'm gonna have haters and people are gonna leave me negative comments or thumbs down or any of this stuff, I would never have put out any of these videos and there would be a part of me that would still feel like there was some way I needed to express all of this in a creative way. Putting out these videos is letting me kind of express myself creatively. It's letting me share my interest and my passions with people. It's letting me share my story, my experiences with other people that in some way it will inspire them. So if I really held on to that fear of what was going to happen, I would never have put these videos out there. And it would have kept me small. So really, you've got to not let the negative comments get to you. You've got to not let other people's opinions affect your life. You need to be true to yourself and you need to stop playing small. And when you think about the things that you want to do and how this fear is keeping you from doing that, you really need to stop and think about what's actually holding you back. What is holding you back from accomplishing your goals and your dreams? Is it fear? Is it embarrassment? And if you think about embarrassment, like what do you have to be embarrassed of? Uh, one of my exercises that my friend Jenny is who is a life coach always said was to always think about what is that worst case scenario so if you're afraid of embarrassment and something that you want to do think about that worst case scenario like really think about what it, what would be the worst case scenario and then step back and look at that and be like is that really it like would I really be, would my life be absolutely over and I would be destroyed if this was the worst case scenario and that's what happened? And then you can kind of turn it around and think about, well, if that did happen, how would I react? What would I do? Just think about one of your goals that you want to achieve. Think about what the worst case scenario would be and how you could kind of flip and reverse that. So when that does happen, if it happens at all, it might not ever happen. You'll kind of know how to react. You'll be prepared to, you know, turn into a more positive uh, situation. Now, another thing that 
you really need to do as far as not letting other people's opinions affect you is what I like to call weed the garden. And that's basically removing negativity and negative people from your life. And I had to do this on a very grand scale a couple years ago with my best friend. My best friend of 20 plus years, our relationship got to a point where I felt it was more give it was more give on my part and more take on his part. I didn't feel that I was getting what I was putting into the relationship. Also, there was a lot of competition in our friendship and that made it really hard because when I got to the point where I felt like I was growing and I was learning and I was expanding, the things that I was interested weren't the same things anymore. And I felt us drifting apart because we've always had this competitive nature. And I got to the point where I just didn't want to do that anymore. And I really tried to kind of work this friendship because you don't just throw away a friendship of 20 plus years. But again, I was giving and I wasn't receiving. And it led me to this point where I was like, I really just need to let this friendship go. And I was very up, for, up front with him. I told him the reasons why. I told him how I felt. And I was really kind of expecting to get a little more out of him, for him to be like, I'm so sorry you didn't feel that way. You know, please, let's work on it. You know, let's, you know, we can't ruin it, whatever. And it wasn't like that at all. It was just, he kind of basically wrote me off. I was like, okay, so now I know that I'm making the right decision, right? And I completely cut him out of my life. In fact, I removed him from all social media. I deleted his phone number out of my phone. I just put, I didn't really block him from contacting me. I left it up for if he really decides he wants to change and he wants to kind of work on our friendship and putting it back to where it used to be, then it's up to him to contact me and we can do that. He didn't do that, which makes me know that I made the right decision and letting that friendship go. Was it hard? Yes, it's still hard every single day because I think about my best friend. But he's not the same person and I'm not the same person we were when we met 20 years ago, 30 years ago, whatever it was. So removing those negative sources can be a very hard thing to do, but you create so much more room. If you think about this in terms of weeding the garden, when you're attending to a garden, in order to make room for things to expand and to grow and to become a more beautiful and fuller plant, flower, whatever it is, what do you have to do? You have to remove the weeds. You have to remove their weeds to create space for things to grow. You have to nurture the things that you want to grow. So I let go of the, my negative friendship, which was the weed that I plucked and I let go, which created room for me to focus on the relationships that I wanted to watch, nourish, and grow. And those did. Another thing that I've really had to learn as far as listening to other people's opinions is that I really had to realize that I'm not for everybody. When I first started teaching yoga and Pilates, I was also teaching spin classes. And I had a studio owner that I worked for who became a friend and kind of a mentor in the first couple years that I taught. And I remember every class being super obsessed with what were people gonna think. I would write class notes. I would cue the music to the movement and I would take hours planning a class because I wanted it to be perfect and I wanted everybody to love it. And I would get so upset if I 
didn't feel that at the end of the class. Like some people were like, oh my God, that was such a great class. I love it so much. They would come back the next week. Other people would be like, yeah, that was great. Thanks. And they would never come back. And I would be obsessed about the people that never came back. Like, why did they come back? I'm a horrible teacher. Maybe they didn't like my music. Maybe it wasn't hard enough. Maybe it was too hard. Maybe I didn't walk around the room enough. Maybe I didn't demo enough. There were so many things that would go through my head. Instead of listening to the one person that was like, I love you. I love you. I'm coming back to your class. And they did. I was worried about the one person that left and never came back. So my friend, the studio owner, was like, look, Christopher, you can't be the teacher to every single person. Not every single person is going to love you, and you need to let go of trying to please every single person. And once I did that, I became such a stronger teacher. I was able to really be there for the people that did love me. And I began to learn the type of people that I wanted to work with. And I kind of really started to distinguish who I wanted to work with and who I didn't want to work with. I started to realize the type of people that I wanted to work with and the type of people I didn't want to work with. Once I realized the type of person I didn't want to work with, it allowed me to connect more with the people I wanted to work with. And I posted this recently on my Instagram account, and it has kind of sort of become a motto for me lately, and that's if I ain't your cup of tea, then don't drink it. Let that sink in. You can't be everything to every person. Some people are gonna love you and some people are gonna hate you. Focus on the people that love you so that you can stop playing small. You can focus on achieving the things that you wanna achieve in your life. And I'm telling you, when you let go of that, it is so uplifting. It's just like a huge weight coming off of you to be able to just let this stuff roll right off you. And I just think like if, I'm not your cup of tea, then don't drink it. So we talked about how people's opinions are usually a projection of themselves. And we talked about how being yourself is the only way to be. And then not everyone is going to like you for it. And you know what? That's okay. We also talked about how to release that fear of embarrassment. And we talked about weeding the garden, how to remove negative energy and people from your life. So what are some other ways you can stop letting other people's opinions affect you? One of the big ways that I've recently been working on is to stop comparing myself to others. If that's something that you really struggle with, go and listen to last week's podcast that I had a conversation with my good friend Jenny about social comparison and how it keeps us from living our most authentic lives. And finally, just do you. Focus on ways you can increase your self-esteem and self-confidence that allow you to just be yourself. Think about the things that you're really good at and focus on putting your energies into that. Think about what makes you unique and what is the unique story that you have to share. No one out there is just like you, and that's part of your power. Talking to your own life story will help to increase your confidence. Once you can let go of comparing yourself to others, stop listening to others' opinions, and just be yourself, your self-esteem will improve and you will begin to live your happiest life ever. I would love to hear what you guys think about this topic and how you've let other people's opinions in the past keep you from doing what you really want to do. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I hope you guys really enjoyed it. You can rate us. We are now on iTunes. So if you're listening on SoundCloud, you can now find us over on iTunes at Body of Love. 
So go over there, give us a review and a like, let me know what you think, and let me know in the comments what you think about this podcast. And remember, guys, be happy, be healthy, and be well. Thank you.